0: Hey there, literary fans, and welcome to episode 81 of Jeff Reads' Book. I am your host, Jeff, and today we're reading chapter 34 of Homecoming, a book I wrote in a month. Well, if you want to contact me, head over to com right there. There's three ways to contact me. Email, Mastodon, and Twitter. Yes, yes, yes. And while you're there, consider buying one of these terrible books that I've written. That's right, the prequels are for sale there in Dead Tree format or Electrons. Ooh, very exciting. How's everybody out there doing today? Huh? I'm having a nice Sunday. Uh, somehow... We managed to have, like, a shit ton of laundry build up for today. I think it was because, like, yesterday I wasn't available to do laundry. I guess that's it. Sometimes Saturday mornings I'll squeeze a couple loads in, but it's been a big laundry day, but it's getting done at, like, a record pace. I'm feeling good with today, you know? And now it's afternoon. I mean, actually, it's distant afternoon. There's some NFL football on that I've chosen to ignore because, you know, I don't know if you guys heard, but I do live in the Cleveland area, and so NFL football is not great here. Yes, Uh, so I thought I'd weasel into this nice podcast while the lovely Laura is busy studying. Yes, I think that ends next week, although I probably can't scream into a microphone all day Sunday uh, next week, so I don't know when I'll do this podcast. Uh, Maybe I'll do it outside, live from the patio. That'd be fun. Then she probably couldn't hear me as well. Maybe. Maybe I'll do it in my car in the garage. <laughs> that would be awkward. I don't know what it would do to the acoustics. Not like I know what I'm doing anyway. I think it's pretty echoey on this podcast. What do you guys think? Right into the show! com. Yeah, so that's what's going in my world. on oh, in my world. Laundry. Very exciting. I haven't had anything exciting this week happen, really. It's just been... More of the same. I don't know, how many people out there notice nobody's wearing freaking masks as much now? I heard some guy tell me he didn't think this was this thing was an overblown deal. Ugh, so stupid. I'm tired, you know what I mean? I just want things to be back to normal, but I'm going to wear a mask till they are, because I'm not a douchebag, right? Mm. And I'm already drinking bourbon. Did I already mention that? I think I already mentioned that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, but I don't know. I can't think of anything else that's happening. I wish I had more stories. I mean, what am I going to tell you about? My my phone went through an upgrade today. That's exciting, I guess. <laughs> I've been futzing around with some computers today. That That's always fun, but eh, nothing, like, mentionable. So, why don't we talk about some literary works? And, of course, I'm talking about Chapter 34 of Homecoming. Yes, so this one I've looked up comes in at a whopping 85 lines. So... Pretty long for this book, you know what I mean? Um I did browse through it quickly. It is some mild excitement. Probably not like the level that you're hoping for, so mild. <laughs> it's another Henry-centric chapter, right? Although I'm interested, intrigued in the next, like, Margot-centric chapter, which should be next chapter. We'll see some Margot again. And I I wanna know what happens there. I think that's gonna be exciting, but we're not going to deal with that right now, right? We're, we're working with something else, so it's going to be a okay chapter. I, I think we'll have some fun with it, but eh, I, I don't know. I guess we're just going to have to see as we dive in to Chapter 34. So for today's chapter, I'm enjoying a delicious glass of Evan Williams Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey on the rocks. Yes, I did some ice in it today, and it is the regular Evan Williams, not the 1783 or whatever the hell I like. Yeah, it's just the regular one. I was feeling kind of cheap at the liquor store this week, and uh, what the hell? I thought I'd get this. Mm. I don't feel like I get anything more out of Jim Beam on the rocks, and that costs like three bucks more, so here we are. I've heard some other ones that are good. I might have to try... um, Somebody said if you go bottom shelf, ancient age isn't actually that bad. Has anybody had that before? I mean, if it's straight bourbon whiskey, it's not rot gut, so it's okay to have. But I've been thinking about maybe like buying a bottle of Four Roses at some point. But I don't know. At this point, I'm kind of settled in. Does that make sense? Yeah, I don't feel like exploring as much anymore. Eh. Mm. Especially like high price points. Fuck that. I like my booze cheap. Okay. You guys ready for me to read after that dead air? Okay. <laughs> Henry slumped, resigning himself to having to take a chance. Okay, if we need to... let's. Why don't we remember why Henry is having to take a chance? So he's going to... What, Astrid, who's this new mage we met, she said that you have to take out all the men by the weapon. He was like, I can take out maybe one. And then she's like, well, why don't we just leave then? He's like, no. So now he's like, all right, I'll kill everybody. Fine. Okay. Back to it. Henry slumped, resigning himself to having to take a chance. Stealth wasn't going to work and he guessed that anything referred to as the weapon would be guarded by far too many for him to fight his way through alone. He would just have to walk in and lie. Okay, I guess I'll just try to walk in, he told Astrid. When her eyebrows rose, he asked, Would you like to join me? Do you think that's a good plan? she asked. Well, you at least have a uniform. I'm just going to have to act snooty enough that nobody questions me directly. I, she hesitated. Just wait here. I'll be right back, he said, and she nodded. Starting into the hallway, he leaned back in. And you said any doorway on the inside of the circular hallway? Oh my god, the dehumidifier turned on. God damn it. All right, we got to pause for a second. You know, that fucking thing drives me crazy. Like, I was on a Zoom meeting this past week, I think, and that thing turned on during... Ugh. I need to set up, like, a, uh, like, build, like, a light sensor that's like, negates being on, right? So if it's dark, it can turn on. But if it's light, no, 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 no. Yeah. That would be neat, but, I mean, I'm just stating that. I'm not going to build it. I'm, I always have these ideas for, like, electronic projects I want to make, and... I don't make any of them. (laughs) Okay, where were we? Um, Let's see here. Just wait here. I'll be right back, he said, and she nodded. Starting into the hallway, he leaned back in. And you said any doorway on the inside of the circular hallway? Astrid nodded. Okay, don't leave me behind. With a thumbs up, he headed into the hallway again. Walking with his best posture, Jeff had a drink of bourbon. Mmm. Walking with his best posture, he entered the circular hallway, walking as if he had a purpose. He actually did have a purpose, he thought, and hurried along. Sorry, I kind of lost my place there. He actually passed a number of people in the hallway before entering the circular hall, that enclosed the weapon. That one wasn't in quotes, that's a shame. Nobody questioned him. He guessed that most guards were still dealing with whatever the explosion had been. Seeing a door ahead, he hurried along slightly faster, trying not to look like he was in a rush. Again, there were no guards in the hallway. He had expected a man to be posted outside the room containing the weapon, at the very least, even in an emergency. Okay, so, the weapon has appeared three times in this chapter, and twice it's been quoted and once it has not. (laughs) I am very inconsistent. Alright. But, I'm going to page down now, because we're not reading. And, have some more bourbon. Yay, bourbon. Hmm. Are you guys drinking right now? It's three o'clock in the afternoon on a Sunday for me. All right. Boop, boop, boop. Just as he reached the door, a few more people were coming down the hallway. Glancing at them, he saw that they took no notice. He figured they must consider the complex to be relatively safe and secure, even if there had been some sort of explosion. Passing through the door... And down a short hallway, only a few paces long, maybe you don't want to call it a hallway in that case, Henry emerged into a relative Relatively, I think it's supposed to be. Henry emerged into a relativ ornate room. Instead of the normal exposed rock, floors, walls, and ceilings, this room featured an ancient tile floor, mosaics on the walls, featuring runes that looked vaguely magical and a ceiling mosaic depicting what he guessed were long-forgotten gods all along its domed surface. In the center of the room were five people staring down at a low table built into the floor. As he watched for a moment, though, he noticed one woman put her hands below the surface. He realized it was some sort of basin, I thought he just wandered into a bathroom. (laughs) Everyone seemed to be concentrating as she moved her hand, talking quietly and staring into it. Spooky. I thought it was one of those um trough sinks. Have you seen those? I'm trying to remember where they used to have one. Like, when I was a kid, all the uh, sport venues in Boston were, you know, old pieces of shit. They're down to just one old piece of shit, I think. That's Fenway Park. But uh, one of them would have uh, not only the trough toilet, which is always a, a hoot, you know, standing next to some guy peeing into a pipe, uh, but also uh, they had, the like, the trough sink, so it was like a big circular sink with water spraying out in all directions, and you would just walk up and put your hands under it. I want to say that you could, like, turn it on and off, too, but I'm not sure about that. Maybe it had, like, a foot pedal, or maybe I'm just making this way more, like, uh, complicated than it really is. (laughs) Regardless, I've used it. That's what I think they're using. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Henry stood unnoticed in the room, considering his next move. The weapon was probably in the basin, or, more likely, the basin itself. Let me reread that. Henry stood unnoticed in the room, considering his next move. The weapon was probably in the basin, or, more likely, the basin itself. That weapon didn't have quotes, but we, we had to do it that time. If it was the basin, he clearly wasn't, it, it, sorry. If it was the basin, it clearly wasn't mobile, and he'd have to destroy it somehow. While Henry stood thinking, one of the mages across the basin leaned to, leaned to see him, Okay, oh, I'm guess all right, all right, I wrote this, so maybe it's just me thinking this is what he's doing, but he's, like, leaning to the side to, like, see around someone, don't you think? That's how I read that, but, you know, obviously I didn't write it to, like, explain that, because I suck at writing, okay. Uh, Lean to see him, asking, uh, can we help you? The others turn to look at him as well. With no other plan at the moment, Henry thrust out both hands and sent a blast of energy into the five mages. Throwing them into the air, across the room, and crashing into the mosaic. Breaking some tile free, where their heads hit. Well, that is a shame, because that's like an ancient... An ancient work of art. That's what I was going to say. Mm-mm. Yummers. Okay. Um... I lost my place entirely. I'm gonna I'm gonna move this down. Okay, um, okay. So he broke some tile. All five slumped to the floor, on top of each other, and there was some blood. Ew. He guessed they'd all be fine though in a few hours, unless they're like blood mixed mixes. Then they're gonna get like. Uh, whatever magic diseases they have, right? I, I One or two of them's got to have some sort of, like, magic STD, right? Oh, do they have, like, magic diseases then? Ah, they must. That's cool. Oh, I should have wrote that in. <laughs> but I'm not very inventive when I write the book. What are you going to do? Should I, like, listen to this before November again so I can come up with good ideas? I'm just kidding. There's no good ideas in any of this storyline. All right, let's go. Um, boo. Uh, He guessed they'd all be fine, though, in a few hours, unless one of them had hepatitis. Walking to the basin, he looked inside, finding it filled with water and sparkling. Ooh, probably LaCroix. Or, uh, we don't know, he says it's water. Could be a Truly, am I right? Uh Or White Claw? Or what? Bud Light Seltzer? Ugh, way to cheapen your brand, Budweiser. Smooth. (laughs) Um however, oh this is funny, when he breathed around it, he realized it wasn't water. It smelled more like an alcohol or something similar. Maybe a malt beverage, like white claw, <laughs> or Bud Light Seltzer. Oh, there's a uh there's like a Genesee one too, I think. Gross. Ugh. <laughs> Who is drinking that shit? Why why would you? I don't understand. I guess it's like uh, the same people who, if it were 1987, were drinking freaking Seagram's wine coolers and all that shit, right? Because, I mean, that's literally all it is, is wine coolers. Except they've, instead of, you know, doping it with shit tons of cranberry juice or mango or whatever, they just put in like three drips of lemon juice not probably not even real lemon juice and you know it's just a few drips so you don't need too much flavor you don't even have to add sugar anymore and boom you can sell it for fucking 12 bucks for a 12 pack and it costs you you know less than beer god so stupid stop drinking alcoholic seltzers you jerk offs all right um where the hell were we oh 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 okay However, when he breathed around, he realized when the water it smelled more like alcohol or something similar. What smells like alcohol? More alcohol. That's it. Jesus Christ. The liquid seemed to churn on its own with w- w- waves on the surface that wouldn't settle. When he looked into the water, though, there was a foggy vision of the roof of a castle. Woo! He experimented with putting a finger in the water. And when it didn't hurt, he put his hand in. Nothing interesting happened until he pulled his hand out, moving it sideways slightly. To his surprise, the vision moved as well. Placing his hand back in the liquid, he waved it left and right, watching the vision move as he did so, like some blurry wet touch screen. Neat, he said in despite of the sit he said despite the situation. I mean do you think Okay, so it moves when you put your hands in. Does it have, like, multi-touch detection so you can put both hands in and, like, zoom out? I don't know. Maybe we'll find out as this chapter goes on. And I have a drink before that. Mm. This no-drinking-break situation fucking sucks. What happened here? exclaimed a new voice. Turning to look behind high, which probably should be him he saw another mage, or at least he guessed it was a mage, holding a sandwich, and still... Oh, that's awesome. We have sandwiches back in the mix. I'm so excited. Woo! (laughs) That's Ric Flair for all you people out there. Okay, uh, do you think Ric Flair likes sandwiches? Oh, that was like the perfect discussion question. Let's have Mm -hmm. a drink of bourbon, because this is getting good now, huh? Mm. I feel like sandwiches were so important in bringing balance. And they so fell by the wayside in, like, uh, Offworlder, right? It's kind of a bummer, yeah. All right, well, at least they're back in this book. I wonder if it's a magic sandwich. Turning to look behind him, he saw another mage, or at least he guessed it was a mage, holding a sandwich and staring at the pile of bodies across the room. Henry again used a burst of magic to throw him into a wall, knocking him out as well. Oh, and I had a screensaver with one paragraph to go. God damn it. Stepping back from the basin, Henry frowned. He couldn't see any reliable way to destroy the basin, which he assumed controlled the weapon, but not in quotes. He wished Leonid was here with some of his tricks. He might even know what the liquid was. And that ends chapter 34 that was a fun chapter, don't you think? It wasn't as awful as I thought it might be. Uh, It did showcase Henry's magical abilities, but it's not fair to call it another, like, uh, Invincible Henry chapter. I think it's more of a inept organization chapter, so he was able to just walk into their, like, highest priority room and just knock everybody out because they didn't expect anything to go wrong. I think that's actually, like, a... What do I want to say like a uh, feasible situation feasible this is all fucking magic whatever you know it's it's a little more realistic or whatever it's not making Henry seem invincible so that's a nice change of pace right (laughs) but um, I mean that was okay it was okay Uh, so the weapon is a big pool of water that Henry can move his hands in it moves the picture in the pool of water around right So I would guess this is some sort of, like, targeting system, because it showed a castle. Ooh, spooky, right? Yeah. So, I mean, that's something, I guess. Ugh, all right. (laughs) I don't know what else to say about it. Not much else happened. He knocked everybody out, and the chapter ended. So, pretty good, pretty good. I thought he was a little flippant about the whole situation, which is pretty much on character, especially with or in regards to like Astrid and but he was did you see how nice he was cuz Astrid was nervous about going in the room and he's like ah, i got this you stay here okay i'll take care of it that was nice that was very chivalrous chivalrous probably chivalrous oh, yeah. wow exciting i actually got a little more bourbon to finish this broadcast mm. Wouldn't this be fun if it was live broadcast? Probably not. <laughs> Would people come to like a chat room and listen to the live broadcast and like leave comments as I spoke? Also probably not, but eh, what are you going to do? I'm really like, uh, well, you know, let's do some discussion questions. Why don't we get that out of the way and then we can talk a little more. That'll be fun. Okay, I came up with two great discussion questions for this chapter. Okay. So Henry, he takes a whiff of this chemical, and he thinks it smells like alcohol or something similar, whatever the hell that means. But my question is, what's your, like, favorite chemical smell? Now, let's admit it. Come on, sometimes you like it. Like, uh, the right kind of exhaust coming out of a car or truck or lawnmower that just stinks in the right way that you're like, Yeah, I kind of like this petrochemical smell. It's fun. You know, you just like... Yeah, I want some more of that. I don't know why, but that one's a fun one. I was going to say that might be my favorite. Like, sometimes I can catch my lawnmower when I turn it just right, and it just—it's the right kind of stink. And I'm like, that smells good. (laughs) What uh, about—but I would say—and I haven't smelled this since maybe, like, high school because I haven't needed it since maybe then, but— I remember rubber cement smelling pretty fucking awesome. <laughs> and not not like I'm going to get high off rubber cement. It just smelled nice. It was just, you know, it smelled like chemicals in a good way. You're just like, mm, I like this in my nose. And I don't think it was a high thing because I don't, I never remember being like loopy from smelling rubber cement. I just remember being like, this is fun using rubber cement. <laughs> I do remember, I think in college they had rubber cement in the, uh, in the lab that I worked in at NASA. And uh, what was it? So I took the rubber cement. We were messing around because there was nothing to do with the moment. So on a workbench, a metal workbench, we wrote like a my name in rubber cement and then lit it on fire (laughs) and it was pretty sweet now to be fair this was a combustion lab and my supervisor came in a few minutes later is like what are you doing i think i flat out told him we were trying to write our names in rubber cement (laughs) and then light it on fire and he said okay let's see and he watched he's like oh that is pretty neat and then i told him good trick if you like to light things on fire necco wafers if you can find i guess an old package because the company went out of business They burn awesome. Yeah, you got to hold them in pliers, but they really flame up. It's fun. But uh, yeah, rubber cement, nice smell. I don't know about it burning. It's just a fun chemical smell. What's your favorite chemical smell? I mean, nothing wrong with gasoline. That smells pretty awesome too. I can't think of anything else I really like. I mean, there's something about like chlorine you know, I know Laura is a big fan of how, like, swimming pools smell, that chlorine smell. And so she kind of likes it when I use bleach in the laundry, that kind of thing. But, yeah, what, what are your thoughts on that, huh? Don't be shy. We all like to smell awful things. Come on. All right, all right. Question two. Okay, so when he goes into that room with the chemical smell, I'm going to have a drink. Mm. Okay, he's in the room with the chemical smell. With the weapon. There's, like, murals depicting vaguely magical runes on the wall. Woo! All right, have you, do you have, like, a favorite mural that you've seen in person? Huh? How about that? I think that's a good one. Um, you know, so, so something to where they painted the wall, like some sort of permanent art installation. Uh, I mean, I've seen good ones. Like, if you go to freaking Washington, D.C., the place is swimming in them. Um... Like, uh, is that a mural if it's on the ceiling? I feel like it is. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I might be using that word wrong. Mural? I don't know what that is. Right into the show, com, and tell me if I'm using the word mural wrong. I'm just thinking of, like, artwork on a wall, you know, that they drew. Not in a frame, but, like, actually on the wall. I know. I used to like at uh, my university I attended at uh, Case Western Reserve. They had uh, in the big auditorium where we'd go to watch movies, including pornography twice, which is a hoot. Anyway, um, they had like a, I don't know. It was supposed to be like a sciency thing, so it was like a. It was all made out of metal, and there was like a. Uh, person's head kind of looking vaguely upward with like atoms and space shit shooting around her. It was pretty sweet. It was a nice mural. I like that one. That one's fun. Um, uh, Let me see. A few years back, we took like a a weird tour of uh, one of the water pumping stations here in Cleveland, which are in Cleveland, you know, the, all these stations, I think the last one was probably built in the fifties. So they decorated them to, you know, kind of show off that we have a modern, public drinking system whatever but they all are very ornate and this one even this one that looks like shit from the outside it really does when you walk into the lobby of the pumping station giant fucking mural depicting like the waters of lake erie and everything it's pretty impressive that one was cool too i like that kind of stuff just where it's just painted up there you know wherever yeah write in with your favorite mural book.com. i think that's a real like highbrow kind of question this week don't you feel like it's a highbrow question. Yeah. So what I was getting into before I hit these discussion questions hard is I'm kind of nervous that I'm coming up on like November, right? And I think, think I'm going to have to write a book, right? To keep this podcast going. I mean, I'm out at this point and we're only on episode 81, right? What what am I going to do? I mean, in the meantime, I could write what? Short stories for you people to read, but We're already on chapter 34, so there's like 12 left in this book, something like that. I think it was 46. So we really got to get ready for November. Ah, that's going to hurt. And I don't have a plot line. Oh, this is bad. So that's stressing me out. I got to have a book written. I'm busy. Like I said last week, I coach soccer. That takes up gobs of time never stops with that kind of bullshit it's this is just a freaking catastrophe i feel stressed out of my mind and we're in a pandemic so this sucks but what are you gonna do what else was i gonna talk about i feel like there was something november related i was gonna bring up but now i can't think of it i don't know Uh, is memory loss like a side effect of drinking i don't think so right pretty sure not yeah Anywho, I think that about wraps it up. This is a long episode, right? 30, we're approaching 30 minutes. Not going to get there unless I really babble for two minutes. What else can we talk about? What football game are you watching today? Huh, yeah. You know, I feel like guiltier because Laura's home now. Because uh, usually during football season, she'd go to help kitties at the Animal Protective League. But uh, now she's at home full time because they won't let volunteers in to help kitties. Because, you know, somebody will cough on you. Which totally makes sense. I'm not minimizing that. I'm just saying that now I'm, like, uh, guilted by her into watching football. Because usually i just be like, I'm not going to turn it on. But now i got to turn it on, right? <laughs> Something about me just doesn't want to watch sports. I don't know what it is. I'm just like, <laughs> Does anybody else feel that way? I'm just, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I'm just, like, this is such a time commitment hours upon hours of watching this <sighs> it's exhausting I you know what I think that's why I kind of like the Olympics because it's on for like a month and you just turn the TV on and whatever insane event they're having wasn't the same that they had an hour ago and you're like all right yeah I'll watch curling this is pretty bitching right and then you're like oh sweet biathlon right they got guns and they're skiing who doesn't want to see that I don't know I kind of feel like the Olympics makes sports a little better for me, but it's such a freaking time commitment to sit down and watch four hours of a baseball game or football game on TV. Don't get me wrong, it's relaxing, but I just keep thinking of all the things I should or could be doing, or even that I could just take a nap or read a book, that kind of shit. Now, that's in contrast to like going to a baseball game, which is by far... I I think far and away my favorite thing to go to. Like, I do enjoy going to, like, real soccer games, mostly ladies' soccer. That's no secret of podcast listeners here. But somehow, baseball, just how slow and long it takes to go, that's nice. That's nice. Sitting in a stadium, just drinking beers, just countless beers, having, like, the shittiest snacks possible, including peanuts. And then watching a baseball game for, like, four hours. I love that. That's great. I just feel something at home ruins it to, for me, or something like that. I can't... I just can't put my finger on it. Gah! Anyway, that's my rant, now we're past 30 minutes. I have nothing else to say. Uh Yeah, so this was a fun episode, I feel like. i, I got to get more into just the talking, I think. Because these chapters are so short, these episodes end up being so short. This one wasn't any shorter than last week's, but I feel like I babbled just enough right so next week we'll be coming back it's gonna be chapter 35 uh i think this will be a Margot chapter who wants to check i'm gonna check i'm gonna check i mean i don't see how it couldn't be yeah i see Margot saying something here okay so Margot's gonna be back in it if you're on team Margot, which would be a fucking sweet t-shirt to make don't you think ah <sighs> Anybody's a graphic artist, right into the show, dot and we'll make like uh Margot and Henry shirts, right? It can be Team Margot, Team Henry. I mean, I guess they're the they're on the same team. I don't know. Anyway, uh yeah. So we'll have some fun next week. Looks like a regular length chapter like we've been doing. Mm-hmm gonna be like 50 lines 40 lines oh boy maybe we're gonna do another two episode week let's see the oh 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 chapter 36 is long as balls all right that's fun okay all right so i guess that's it so until next time keep on reading